This episode is brought to you by Krishna Nos. Good morning. So we are doing the Uddhav Gita. Yesterday we had stopped at verse 33. So today we are going to do verse 34 onwards. Uh, there are just a few verses for the end of the chapter. So let us begin with verse 34. We are doing Uddhav Gita, chapter 15, verse 34. Those saintly persons who are of a steady mind and are devoted exclusively to me never desire absolute independence, even if I offer it to them. Yes, yesterday we had uh, understood that a devotee of Krishna can ask for anything. Which means that in case if he is asking for liberation, that also he can get. If he asks for any heaven, he can get that as well. So, let us say someone is asking for knowledge. Fine. The person who is a devotee of Krishna, remember this is only for a devotee of Krishna. Somebody who is a devotee of Krishna asking for knowledge actually doesn't need it because the entire knowledge is open to him. So there is no asking, there is no want, there is no need there. Suppose he wants to learn yoga. It doesn't matter. You see, just by being in the company of Krishna, Yoga also is possible. So whatever that you can dream of. Let us say you are wanting kingdoms. You want to be a king of a place. You want to maybe serve mankind. That also is possible. So there is nothing like I want this and Krishna can't give me. Krishna can give anything. Whichever heaven, whichever place that he wants. Now, we may wonder whether this philosophy that we are talking about, is it there or not there? I can assure you one thing for sure. Even in the old Hebrew scriptures, which we have found, some of the Egyptian scriptures, some of the ancient Mayan scriptures beyond the Mayan civilization, some of the old civilizations from the Central Europe also, the same law is valid. There is a supreme God, there is a supreme divine consciousness kind of a God. And this God is the overall head of everything. He has his own heaven by the way. Alright? So, this is a known fact in every religion. Alright? Second most important thing is for the development and for process of creation and destruction he has created lesser worlds. Lesser worlds. Now each world has its own ruler. It's like say for example if I, if I take up a country let us say we have neighboring countries like Nepal, Bhutan or Bangladesh. They will have their own rulers. 
some would be called a president some would be called a prime minister depends on every country isn't it so that person whoever that person is could be elected could be just nominated something would have happened so he or she is a natural head of that place is like the new zealand prime minister she won by a thumping majority just yesterday itself so why did she win because she was able to eradicate a lot of coronavirus in her country that is what the press says but you know i know for sure that it is not the coronavirus that got her the prime ministership <laughs> it is destined for her to get it so she got it well the world may not believe us they may say oh you don't know anything it's all right so everywhere there is a supreme god and this supreme god is the highest and below him are all the lesser ones it is the same even in current religions but the religions become very segmented so they don't want to believe in all the other stuff it's okay nobody says you can't believe whatever you want to believe you can believe in so in krishna's domain he says that there are so many worlds all right now if there are so many worlds you want to be a leader of a world yes i can grant you that leadership also so there is a very beautiful story where a young boy uh, whose father was a king now his mother was the first wife of the king and then he had number of wives and there was one wife who was very favorite of his all right so the youngest wife's son okay one day wants to go and sit on the lap of the king so this boy our hero he also says i also want to go and sit on the lap king's lap but he is not allowed by that other wife so he gets very upset and then he says see i want to sit on my father's lap and i am not allowed to do so why is this injustice in this world people take these petty things as injustice okay it's a petty thing but yet that petty thing which is called injustice gives a desire a petty stuff i will explain to you very shortly but let me complete the story so this boy he says i will ask god for such a place and he prays to god the almighty one finally the divine comes in the form of vishnu and asks him what is it you want my dear fellow he says give me a place from where nobody can shift me okay so god says okay you are great devotee of mine i will grant you that position and that position is granted to him now this boy is called dhruv dhruva all right and in english he is called pole star you have heard of the pole star a pole star is a position in the sky which seemingly doesn't change you know it changes but let us just take it at that it's for the story purpose so you understand 
So here we have a young boy who is asking for something. I want a position which doesn't change. Okay, fine. You got it. Now what is Krishna telling us over here? He says, I can grant you anything. Whatever you want, I can grant you. You are my devotee and I can grant you anything in this world. Alright? Which can say, okay, fine. I, I want to be the king of a country. Alright? I want to have a hundred Rolls Royce cars. Okay? <laughs> you, you can have it. No, I want one Ferrari. A red color Ferrari. Okay. Or nowadays the latest one which has come into the marketplace. I don't know. Uh, have you heard of that? Uh, what is that? Ford Mustang? Ford Mustang used to be the 60s, 70s. All jazzy car which everybody wanted to own. And now they have come up with a new Ford Mustang by the way. And that Mustang is that uh, environmentally friendly kind of a car. I don't know whether it is going to be a Mustang or whether it is going to be something else. <laughs> it is called a Mustang. So okay, if you want that also granted. Okay, you want a Tesla? Done. So Krishna says, okay fine, sanctioned. Everything sanctioned. But, like I said, this idea that I was not given, I didn't get it, I want to show this person, this is a very petty attitude in life. If you are trying to prove your superiority or if you want to show somebody that I can also do that, it's a very, very petty and a mean attitude in life. Please remember this. If that is your desire, that I didn't get into this college, so let me show this person I can do this. It's called a mean attitude. Do you get it? This is an attitude which only people who have a very lowly nature, they will say, I want to get even with this person. So give me this. Now why would you ask Krishna for a position like that? Why would you want the supreme divine consciousness. Why would you want the father in heaven to say, give me some petty stuff? And this is wrong. Because here Krishna says this, only a true devotee does not ask for anything. When you have got everything, why would you want to ask for doesn't that show your petty nature if you keep on asking? So, in spiritual world, our job is never to ask. So, Krishna says, those saintly persons who are of steady mind and devoted exclusively to me, never desire absolute independence even if I offer to them. So anything in this world, even if it is independence, liberation or whatever you want to call it, they will not want it. We will go to the next verse. This is chapter 15, Uddhav Gita, verse 35. Caring for nothing has been called the highest and the fullest well-being. 
therefore the man who has no desires and cares for nothing attains devotion to me i hope you understand this verse very clearly think caring for nothing has been called the highest and the fullest well being therefore the man who has no desires and cares for nothing attains devotion to me a highest devotee the highest devotee doesn't want anything if you have even a petty desire even a smallest desire let me tell you one very important aspect in this even the desire to sit near krishna is called a desire you may want to know why is it so why would a person think that sitting next to krishna is a desire well the answer is this once upon a time there was a person a gopi who wanted to sit near krishna and talk to him now krishna's other half is called radha i'm sure you know that it's krishna himself who has manifested as radha splitting itself himself into two so the supreme divine he has his other half which is called radha so when this devotee when this particular gopi kept on hankering for i want to sit next to krishna i want to sit next to krishna i want to sit next to krishna radha was totally upset she said how is that okay now please remember radha is krishna himself okay so this is one form and because he was not allowing radha to come near krishna because there are certain devotees of krishna who are so possessive and so wanting to be with krishna that there is another entity called radha please remember this and radha is the supreme divine consciousness in what is called as a mahamaya swarup now mahamaya is the great potency of the lord she curses this person and she says you will have to go on earth and you will become an enemy of krishna and that is the reason why this particular gopi has to come back to earth and become krishna's enemy does it sound harsh well it is naturally very harsh imagine you are there in that place then what happens to you you are thinking that oh radha is very harsh no radha is not harsh because it is called justice justice means there has to be equality there cannot be something which is called 
I am the favorite. I am not the favorite. There is nothing called favoritism. Please remember this. There is nothing called favoritism. So in Krishna's world, there is no favoritism. It is always equality. And that is the reason why it is said in the scriptures, it is mentioned that Krishna is there with every gopi of his. There should not be any petty desires. This is what he is talking about. Krishna is telling Uddhava this. Caring for nothing has been called the highest and the fullest well-being. Some person who may be sitting right in the corner may not even open his mouth and ask. May not even say a single word. May have no jealousy. May not have any of those kind of ill feelings for whoever is sitting in front. That person is called the highest devotee. Not the one who is sitting close. Not the one who is the closest. Never. I can assure you this. Because this verse will tell you. Caring for nothing has been called the highest and the fullest well-being. Therefore the man who has no desires and cares for nothing. Attains the highest devotion to me. Did you get the point? So next time, whenever you feel that there is any desire coming up, please understand you are lower in the pecking order. So a small desire coming up. Oh, I want to travel with Krishna. I want to go to his worlds. I want to do this. I want to do that. No. Please remember one thing. This is not about serving. This is about petty desires of your own. Any desire whatsoever. All those things which we are talking about. Desire means what? Remember, desire is the root cause of all evil, isn't it? Any desire of any kind. Any kind. Is that. So now we will go to the next verse. This is chapter 15 Uddhav Gita verse 36. Merits and defects arising from the performance of acts enjoined and prohibited do not affect those saints who are exclusively devoted to me. Who are of an even mind and who have realized the being who is beyond the intellect. Now we are coming to the yogis who have Realized Krishna. They are the highest devotee of Krishna for them. Merits and defects. Merits means what? Merits basically means, now there are lots of things which are called plus points. And there are lots of minus points. Suppose you do something wrong. That is called a defect. That is not a merit. That is a demerit. Suppose you do something good. Maybe you serve 10 people. Maybe you you know, give food. Or maybe you are going to the, you know, rural villages and serving the poor people over there. It doesn't matter, whatever you do. Now, you may think that it is called the merit, isn't it? Naturally, in the, the law book of karma, it means good merits. 
you have done something good in this world and then if you do something bad whatever bad it might be you see there were two apples all right and there are three people now you keep one for yourself and you say, give the other one and say you take your both of you will eat half half huh <laughs> that's a stupid demerit isn't it you have eaten one whole and you are given half to the other two how is that so that is called demerit suppose i just give you a stupid example for you to understand now when it is a demerit of this sort you may think oh this is a demerit this is not good <laughs> so here he says any merit or demerit arising out of the performance of any action because yogis also perform actions isn't it so this we, even if it is a prohibited or any action doesn't matter that they do not affect that particular saint they don't affect that saint or the sage they do not affect that devotee of krishna got it they are not affected so for that merit they are not going to get some positive benefit no they are not going to get one more halo on their head okay otherwise think oh now i want at least 10 more halos on my head <laughs> so that i can tie one round round this thing no nothing like that no additional halos for anybody <laughs> so so there is nothing like that that is going to come to that person just because he has done some merit doesn't mean he is going to get anything extra no extras hmm? if he has done some demerit he is not going to get punished in hell okay get me my cane i'll give him two whacks <laughs> you can't <laughs> krishna is not going to do that also so don't don't bother about that so those who are exclusively devoted to me they have realized my being and who is beyond the intellect such a kind of a yogi nothing accrues to him we move to the next verse okay now <laughs> i am finishing the chapter which you can see this is the last verse in this chapter all right so we are doing chapter 15 the last message of sri krishna uddhav gita verse 37 those who thus practice these means to my attainment which i have just taught attain to my abode which is all bliss and also realize the supreme brahm now this is the final statement where krishna says okay now you have understood this whole chapter by now now that you have understood that there is this particular devotee of mine whatever that he wants he should not desire it okay number 1 number 2 don't worry whatever i have i will give it to him see even if he wants to become a brahmanyani even if he wants to be the brahma done so he attains the eternal brahma himself that means he can get completely dissolved in brahma if need be so liberation is possible everything that you wish is possible you want to become a star i want to be the star yeah you can become the superstar also doesn't matter you want to be a sun it's okay which sun you want to be i will say oh the sun over there no even a daughter is okay <laughs> that was a sick joke okay <laughs> so got the answer so here in krishna's world krishna says done everything is okay you be my devotee single pointed attention and i will ensure that everything comes to you 
so we have come to the end of the chapter but now i just have to give you a small understanding because yesterday <laughs> i found that there are some people who are saying guruji you mean to say i should not be doing studies or what <laughs> with your with your great trashing that you say you your m tech and b tech and this and that so everybody is angota chap including the phd's of this world no no nothing like that nothing like that at all see if education is written in your life if it is written that you have to become educated you might have to become a mbbs you have to become a b tech an m tech or whatever you are anyway going to be what i was trying to tell you is whatever that you have gained in your college or your education anything that you have gained ask yourself this question today have you used it you know it is like having those multiple apps in your phone and not even knowing that they exist it's exactly like that i can tell you this much because you see there are so many apps you know and you don't even know how to use them so what is the point in having an app what is the point in having a smartphone i mean think about it there are people in this world who who want to buy the latest of the smartphones they want to buy the latest of those equipments and yet they don't have what is called as usage value for it they won't even open the phone to do a whatsapp can you imagine that then why do you want a fancy phone why not go for those kind of devices we just have those numbers 1 to 10 1 to 9 and 0 okay this understanding should be very clear yeah maybe you shouldn't even use a phone you can use smoke signals I mean what kind of a person are you if you are not using that equipment which god has given you now think about this you may be a phd in a subject and yet not an iota of that knowledge is used in the material world what is the use you know the answer which i got i have to do my graduation so that i can get a good job this is this was the answer given to me okay so qualifications by companies say that you have to be a post graduate then only you are eligible is a problem connected to the company and to the hr and to the person who does those requirements did you get the answer then why would you want to join such a company or such an organization yes peer pressure your parents pressure and you want to have all kinds of other pressures that's why you join that is wrong isn't it is that the reason why you did your graduation or your post graduation or whatever so that you come under pressure of somebody and then you want to take up a job or some kind of a thing yes money is required yeah people say that but do you know before all this formal education came into the picture there used to be professions where a person would work 
as an assistant for many, many years. Many, many years. Alright? If there was a person who was, let us say, an iron, you know, ironsmith, what call, call it is a blacksmith. So there were assistants of blacksmith who used to work for many years under that person. So that they can become somebody later on. That means they became the chief ironsmith later on. Yes. Now what knowledge do they have except about that? So practical knowledge. Now I have a friend. Now his younger brother one day came and asked me a question. He said very clearly to me, he said, you know, I don't like studies. I just want to give up my studies. He was in that 12th standard or PUC or whatever you want to call it. So I said, you just finish this and once you finish that, why don't you go and become an assistant to some person? So he thought very hard. And then he said, yeah, I can do that. So with the help of my friend, he got a job as the fourth assistant in cinematography. Do you know what is the job of a cinematographer's fourth assistant? If the shot is there at six o'clock in the morning, this person who is the fourth assistant goes there at 2 a.m. in the morning. He is the person who is standing there at 2 a.m. arranging the shots. So this young boy used to do that. Now he did that with many, many of these kind of experts. So cinematographers of renown. Now when does his day end? You will be amazed to know that if the backup in a shooting pack up means everything final shot has been taken and then the director says pack up. Pack up could have been at 8 o'clock in the night. This man would be there till 11 and 12 in the night. Why? Because you have to gather the equipment, put it up. If you have seen those huge cameras and the lenses and the other trolleys and this and that and everything, all those things have to be nicely packed, kept and they have to be secured in some place. So by 11 or 12, this man would get free. Now think. He has to get up again at 2 a.m. in the morning. So two hours sleep. This young boy did this kind of a work for many, many years. Many years. Today, he is among the top cinematographers in India. Just a few days ago, I saw that he had got a very big award for that. Now you tell me, isn't that called an achievement? This person, in, in Hindi we say, Kira Bandaya. You know, you become a worm inside that place. So from the fourth assistant to the third assistant to the second assistant to the assistant direct, assistant cinematographer to the cinematographer, it's a steady climb. His world is only that. And I will honor those people who can actually use the knowledge this way. 
a motor mechanic becoming the you know a person who literally owns cars later on yes because he understands the nitty gritty of that place now think about it you have done your very very great degrees and not a single line from that degree or that post graduation or whatever that you have done is used in your material world to help anybody because at the end of the day it is only theoretical knowledge you understand theoretical knowledge it is not to be used then what is the point of this kind of a study this is exactly the question which i raised so the knowledge which has no value why would you want to waste your energy time money everything learn something from which you can become great and honor that profession this is exactly what krishna says in the bhagavad gita and in the uddhav gita he says do your swadharma swadharma means that which comes to you naturally become an expert in your own field got it when you watch some nice serials or when you watch some nice movies have you seen that there is a serial called star trek have you seen all those people who are sitting in various positions they are experts in their field right so you also have to understand that your knowledge should be of some significance in this world and become an expert in that field that is your swadharma become an expert don't become a rolling stone i have been doing satsang since last i think 18 years you know public satsangs i started only in 2011 or 12 or something like that prior to that i would give one on ones and all that now i can i cannot still say i am an expert in the field because i will have to be an expert if i do it for the next 20 years that is probably if i am there all right now this is the idea the idea is nobody can become an expert day one you have to keep on doing it doing it doing it doing it first you got to know that you are an assistant serve the master serve the master of that particular field and literally learn the nitty gritty from that person that is the idea and then you will become great and that is the reason why i said that today's education where you spend so many thousands and maybe millions of dollars or rupees or whatever what is the use of becoming a graduate a post graduate or a doctor in something and not even using it it is like in the past people would say you know i want my daughter to get educated so that she can get a better husband so you become a phd or you become a doctor or you become something and then you oh you are you will get a nice husband over there that used to happen in the past today's day and age i would rather every girl and every boy do their studies do their courses or whatever that is needed which is going to serve them very well 
So if you are a biochemist, that biochemistry has to come in use. Got it? Just don't become a computer expert, you know, I am the M-Tech or something like that, some fancy degree and what are you doing? I am working in a company in HR. Oh, you are working in HR for what reason? That is what I am saying. So don't dishonor your degrees or your whatever that you get. The education is important and that is exactly what I meant. Alright? So this is just a clarification for you to understand that I am not denouncing the big degrees or the studies that you do. I am only denouncing that you don't use those things and that is not correct. So use it. We are starting a new chapter just now. This is chapter 16 from the Uddhav Gita. Now this is the last message of Sri Krishna from Krishna giving the knowledge to Uddhava. So now let us see what has happened. In the last chapter what we had seen was Uddhava was given certain answers of how to go about becoming a yogi. And once you achieve the state of yoga, yoga means union with God, there are certain things that you need to do. It is not possible for anybody to become what is called as a Jnana Yogi. Okay? The knowledge path is extremely difficult. You have to spend thousands of years in knowledge. You, have a, you as a human being, you may live for 80 years, 90 years or 100 years. Here the requirement for Jnana Yoga is thousands of years. So in this lifetime, I doubt if anybody can become a Jnana Yogi. Karma Yoga next path was very difficult because you need certain things. You are working in a job, you need the money. You need to earn your living. So that also is out of question. So Krishna says very clearly in the last chapter that the path of devotion is the easiest and the simplest to follow. So let us do that. And once you become my devotee, you don't have to bother about your family, these, that, so many things, you know, all your attachments. Nothing. You don't have to bother about all of them. You just be attached to me alone and then I will take you everywhere. I can give you anything. But a true devotee of mine doesn't ask for anything. This is where we ended. Correct? So now let us see the next chapter. So chapter 16, Uddhav Gita, verse 1. The Lord said, Those who discarding these three ways of devotion, knowledge and work taught by me, Feed through their restless organs, their petty desires, pass on from birth to death. Now, he is talking about material worldly people now. What is he saying over here? Krishna is saying very simply that there are people who discard all these three paths. You see, I have a lot of disciples who in the initial stages will be very enthusiastic. Yeah, I want to learn, I want to learn, I want to learn. I want to know what is spirituality. And then what happens to them? Very soon, they lose their interest. They will come for one satsang, two satsang. Sometimes people come for three, four satsangs. Or maybe they are there with me for a year or two. And then what happens is they leave. And then they say, Oh, you know, I wanted to get married. I want to settle down. I want to become a father or a mother of children. I want to build a house. This, all this spirituality stuff, I understand all that. Later on in life, I will do. 
some people will say no i have to take up a job you know very important job is so important money is important i have to take care of my parents i have to take care of my children i have to take care of this one to take care of that one all the spiritual stuff is not going to put food on the table that's a very very great thing which people have told me spirituality doesn't put food on the table i don't get money i don't get anything now i'm getting married i don't need your spiritual stuff why because once i meet my husband or my wife you know what's going to happen to me i have to be with them no i have to take care of the family that is going to come along it's a package deal you know package deal ha ah. package deal means you're not just marrying one person you're marrying the entire family of that other person that means what you get a father in law mother in law brother in law sister in law and in laws and outlaws everybody comes in your path yeah and you have your own parents also they are hovering on top of your head Ooh, like that they are they are not dead but they are worse worse than ghosts so they will hover around your head and they will say oh you are giving it to them but not giving it to me you go to your in-laws house every time but you never come to my house these are the petty people that you will meet in your life and how many of them will be there countless you know when you get married you have to go and eat in 100 people's houses you have to give gifts and take gifts it's a relationship now when this thing happens spirituality goes out of the window guruji i cannot join your satsang because you know i am very busy man you are a very busy man because of what because you got a wife you have time for every other thing but one hour half an hour for the satsang is a problem for you yeah i am not doling out degrees and i am not doling out things over here no 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 you are not going to get anything no money nothing 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 is going to come to you over here except devotion to krishna that's it so what is the big deal is that i can just be at home and i can only think of krishna no i can sing songs this is what i am told and this is exactly what krishna is talking about in this new chapter that we have started there are lots of people who denounce the three paths the first path knowledge path they say ah knowledge what am i going to do is just like the degree that i was talking about in the last chapter you get a fancy degree and the degree is of no use why because uh, now i don't have the time you know many people whom i meet at the age of 30 35 40 and all i'll ask them do you know what is an isosceles triangle oh uh, no i don't know they don't know acute angles but they studied it in school okay then this simple stuff is never even understood yesterday or day before yesterday one geography history geography teacher was slaughtered in the middle of the street how does that sound ah yeah that subject is not proper that is why why do we need to know history of the world you think history of the world is going to give me food on the table this is the way people talk 
सेम विथ स्पिरिचुअलिटी वाई वॉट इज द यूज ऑफ द स्पिरिचुअलिटी इज नो यूज आई डोंट नीड इट एंड देन पीपल हैव सम ग्रेट आइडियाज दे थिंक दैट स्पिरिचुअलिटी मीन्स योगा मेडिटेशन एंड ऑल दैट इज ऑल्सो देयर सो कृष्णा इज गिविंग एन इंडिकेशन ओवर हियर दैट देर आर लॉट्स ऑफ फोक्स इन दिस वर्ल्ड हु रियली डोंट केयर अबाउट ज्ञान योगा दे डोंट केयर अबाउट कर्म योगा दे डोंट केयर अबाउट भक्ति मार्ग दे डोंट इवन बॉदर देयर हेड अबाउट इट एंड दिस इज द ओपनिंग वर्स वेर ही सेज दोज हु डिस्कार्ड दीज थ्री वेज ऑफ डिवोशन knowledge and work taught by me feed through their restless organs their petty desires pass on from birth to death so what do these people do they are just feeding their desires what is a desire i want to get married i want to get degrees i want to become great i want to win nobel prize i want to write books i want to you know that kind of things that of everybody i want to own a ferrari I want to own a big house. I want a country house also. I want at least one dozen children. I want to have a nice place where I can be happy with my hubby or my wife or something like that. Is that so? It is called petty desire. It's a desire because spirituality has left the building. and this is the truth most of the people they succumb to these desires here again a cautionary note i am not saying that you should not get married if i say these words doesn't mean that krishna is also rec- not recommending that you should not get he is not saying that you should not get married if marriage is written in your life you will anyway get married he is saying about petty desires petty desires are desires in this material world i want to make money i want to do this i want to do that now for all these great people who have these petty desires i am going to tell you one very simple story think about what i am saying you are a young person maybe a woman or a man maybe you are in your 20s or 30s or 40s or whatever now you have the greatest example in front of you examples in front of you most of you have examples in front of you do you know what examples they are your own father and your own mother who are they your own father and your own mother look at these two idiots what has your father done and what has your mother done are they somebody great in this world don't you think these are the same people who ran after all their petty desires now if you are 30 years old they might be 60 years old or some of them might be 50s look at them observe them practical knowledge in front of you in your face these two i am saying that assuming that you have both of them in your life these two are the biggest idiots in front of you why idiots because look at their life 
first is you will find them literally at each other's throat. And yet they will appear in the public and they say, I love my husband, I love my wife quite a lot. Hypocrites to the core. Hypocrisy is filled in their veins. They, when they were young at the age of 20 and 30, they also had some great ideas about life. Now see where they are. They are the greatest miserable people in the world. It doesn't matter even if your father is some commissioner of some place. Look at that man's life. If your mother is some CEO of a company also, look at her life. I'm sure you can now start emulating them. Because that is exactly what you are going to become. You may say, I don't want to become my father or my mother. But that is exactly what you are going to end up becoming if you have those kind of stupid desires. Those people went into the gutters. You see, the whole religion teaches you have to be, you know, thinking of your parents as gods. Look at your father who is sitting, drinking the whole day or just doing all kinds of nonsensical activity, sitting in front of television or telling you stories from his past life, the glorious past of his. In the year 1947, I fought in them for the world war. Who cares a damn about you? There are those kind of parents who are going to talk big. You know, when I was in this place, I did this. Sir, what are you doing just now? You are doing nothing, scratching your ass and sitting over there. Idiot like you. And that is exactly what you will become if you do not heed to this. Because just now at this moment in the heat of this matter, you know, you may think, Guruji, you are using such words, you know. <laughs> that is histrionics, you see. I also have to do a little acting on, on screen. So now think about what I am saying. This is the truth about life. You are becoming exact replica of your own parents. You may not like them also. Sometimes some people don't like their parents. Okay, They say, I hate my father. I hate my mother. I don't like this person. They say these words. But this is the same thing they will turn out into. Because the direction which they are taking is exactly that. Got it? They also had grand ideas about life when they were young. They also thought that I can do this and I can do that. And then what happened? Then the biggest word in their life came. You know what is the biggest word in anybody's life? Compromise. Human beings love to compromise. So every parent compromises. They become servants of their children till they get educated. You are also going in the same direction. Thank you very much. You are going to be very soon the same replica of them. A clone maybe. And Krishna is talking about these kind of people. 
these people who denounce this knowledge, karma yoga or devotion, they have petty desires. They will continue to have these petty desires from birth to death. We'll move to the next verse, chapter 16, verse 2 from the Uddhav Gita. The steadfastness to the duties of one's particular sphere is described as merit and the reverse is defect. This is the criteria about them. This is exactly what I taught you all just about 10 minutes ago. The criteria for merit is simply to follow what is called as the Swadharma. Why are you here? Are you here so that you can repeat history? Ask yourself this question. Are you here so that you can repeat history? Or are you here because God has sent you in this world for something really great? You are here for greater stuff in this world, not to be a petty human being. Got it? If you are going to have those petty desires, you are not worthy of this life of yours. You got to have those things which actually constitute towards your body. Why do I need this body like this? You know, just for understanding, you have to understand, there is a subject. You are an athlete, let us say. An athlete, you know, you have heard of athlete. People who run, jump pole vault and high jump, you know, this, that. Or a cricketer. Or a footballer. How much is their life, by the way? How much do they actually live? Look at all those cricketers who are there in this T20 series and all those series that are there. They join at the age of 16 and by the time they are at the age of, let us say, 25 or so, they are completely exhausted. Cricketers up to the age of 30 and all become great. Oh, I did this, I did that. And then what happens to them? Athletes, people who run, what happens to them? People who have great names, you know, badminton, table tennis, lawn tennis, this tennis, that tennis, footballers, what happens to them? I still remember there was a person called Maradona or something like that. He had such a big paunch after that. Then what was he doing? Same thing, Sunil Gavaskar or Sachin Tendulkar. What is he doing just now? Think about it. I want you to think, what are these athletes doing? What are these people doing? There are people who achieve a status at a particular age and then gone. That's exactly what is being said over here. You are not being sent in this world so that you can become something like that. 
you are here in this world because you are a horse which runs runs the longest longest so first most important thing for you is to find out why are you here and this is what krishna is trying to explain the steadfastness to the duty of one's particular sphere is described as merit what is your sphere are you some it fellow who is just trying to find your sphere you want to even find one triangle over there i mean think about it are you here in this world for that purpose what are you here in this world for if you really think that you have to earn some living so that you can serve some people like a servant if that is exactly what you are thinking then i think you are completely off the wrong you know you are on the wrong track you are not even on the right track you have a greater purpose in this world and this is what krishna is telling he says you have to find this particular sphere and if you do not find it and if you are doing something completely different then sir it is called a defect and everybody please remember this everybody who does the wrong job i want you to think about it in the last chapter i said you are getting a fancy degree and you are not even being on you know honoring those degrees of yours and you have become some servant in some place then you are not doing service in krishna's world you have been sent with a very clear indication you have to find your swadharma and if you do that it may not yield money it is not going to give you name fame fortune nothing it may not even give you anything and yet you are doing your swadharma then it is called the highest merit but if you are doing something else if you are earning money in some other way if you are getting a name and a fame and if you think you have become an expert in some field i can assure you it is called the defect that is not the truth this is a defect what you are doing is defective you may become a very rich person or you can do whatever you feel like doesn't matter to me krishna is saying these words that if you do something which is not even conforming to the reason why i have sent you on this earth then it is called the biggest defect in the world the steadfastness to the duty of one's particular sphere is described as merit and the reverse is called the defect this is the criteria about them so did you get the point so you got to first know why am i here what is the reason that i have got this body this mind this intellect why is these tools why are these fantastic tools given to me for what is my purpose so knowing the life's purpose is very important not 42 okay knowing the purpose is important 
why are you here we are going to leave at this point with this question about your life do you really think that what you are doing in your life is really worth it is that the reason why the divine lord has sent you over here so that you can become somebody's servant what exactly are you here for so in the coming weeks we will come to know about this answer so i'm going to stop over here and you have a great week ahead take care and i'll see you all in the coming weeks for the ultimate